welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast that's better down where it's wetter. I'm Ryan. And I'm Emily. Come be part of our world. It's probably one of our best cold opens in a long time. I think we've had some real stinkers lately. <laughs> some of them have fallen a little flat, I think. I feel like we had a really good one not too long ago, but I don't yeah. remember what it was. There were a couple, though, like the Good Source of Fiber one. I, I've listened to that one today. It was just like, oh my god, we're running out of um, ideas. Hi. Hello. What's up? Um, we have a guest. We um, do. A real Hollywood actor. Again, mm-hmm. being in the background of an episode of Teen Wolf does not a Hollywood actor make. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't ruin your self-esteem like that. Yes, don't ruin my self-esteem like that. Uh, we are joined in conference room by Brian Bernhardt. Actor, hat wearer. I do have a hat. I am wearing it right now, although no one can see it. He looks like Tom Sawyer. You don't want to see it. It's true. It just needs a pair of overalls and a token black man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was our show today. Um, So, one of those brumch sounds to go. I thought about getting. Sound effects, but it needs like one of those little crash pads, or whatever yeah. they're called. Um, I have looked at mixers that have those on it. Uh, so our topic today is mermaids. Mermaids. We have experts in the room. Yeah, such experts. Um, Ryan, what qualifies you to be a mermaid expert? Because I am one. Yeah, I mean you googled some stuff. That's I did. I googled mermaid. That makes me an expert. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides five or six times. That. That's it. I listened to an episode of Room of Requirement 237 where they talked about the, whatever the movie is, where there's like the egg, and that somehow has to do with mermaids. Yeah, you're so not a huge Harry Potter person. I'm not. That uh, made that episode the, even funnier, though. It's the fourth movie. Yeah, that one. The Goblet of Fire. Yeah, that one. They were talking about Mad-Eye Moody's Eye, and I was laughing so hard. Um, so, we all know what a mermaid is, or what... I mean, I would hope so. Well, pop culture has turned mermaids into something a little bit weird, um, and I love The Little Mermaid as much as the next person, but mermaids have a very... accurate. (laughs) Mermaids have a very long history preceding the 80s, Um, and before we get started, we have some pre-show housekeeping. Um, We held a poll on Twitter to see where the innie Audi belly button percentages were, Um, and the results were primarily innies. Mm. Thanks, God. I think 17%... We're outies, and then 10% were behind on the podcast, so... <laughs> that was an option? Yeah, it was like an undecided. Uh, undecided? Is that, part- like, is that like Third the intersex of belly buttons? Is that like where it's like, yeah, maybe you just don't have one. Yeah, like Kyle XY. He would be undecided. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be um, So that was our first bit, and our second is we have a live show coming up in Portland on Tuesday, July 25th at Kelly's Olympian at 9 p.m. Please come see us. It's free. It is free, so you have absolutely no excuse. Um, We are on a River City Podcast Federation double feature with our buddies at Reboot, Reuse, Recycle. Um, It should be very fun. Uh, And you can come say hi to us, and we'll have postcards and... Our faces. Our faces. Say hi to our faces. Um, And we will also have a guest, which we'll Um, we'll announce later. Yeah. Not quite yet. (laughs) Um, It's going to be real fun. Hopefully. I don't know. I've never done a live show before. Yeah. I'm just kind of hoping I don't puke. I might puke. Don't. Don't puke. Can't promise. Uh, I'm, that's a reason. It's gonna I be don't like the go. beginning of Pitch Perfect. It's yeah, <laughs> uh, basically that's gonna be me. Anyways, um, mermaids. So explain what a mermaid is, Emily. Thank you for that lead-in. <laughs> I just 
Helping you out. Great segue. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start out the way that you start out. Uh, The word mermaid is a compound of the Old English mare, which means sea and maid, a Mm. girl or young woman. Sea lady. (laughs) The equivalent term in Old English is mare with. What? Wife with. Oh, with. Just with. There's no E. Mare with. Uh, They are conventionally depicted as being beautiful with long, flowing hair and scaled tails. Their appearance obviously varies from story to story, often reflecting standards of beauty in the culture of the story's origin and whether or not the mermaid is to be considered good or evil in the narrative. Mostly evil, from what I've read. Uh, In contrast to mermaids, mermen were traditionally depicted as unattractive, but that idea has since shifted. What? I always thought they were, like, ripped and hot. Oh, man. They were uggos. What? Yeah, I need to find some pictures of some old school mermen then. You don't really see a lot of mermen. I'm, I'm gonna look up mermen because right they've now. been body shamed. They have. They went into hiding. Um, mermen. Are you looking up mermen? I am looking up mermen. mermen. No, mermen. dude, they're fucking hot. Well, yeah, you're gonna get like Tumblr fan art if you just Google mm. it. I'm into this. Jesus. I'm yet to find an ugly merman. This is the visual oh, portion of the podcast. they have gay merman. I'm into this. This is good stuff. Whoa. Uh, I actually didn't do much research on that whole reproduction part because I... That's always bothered me. Where do they keep their bits? I, I mean, what if it's like how salmon reproduce? Like that episode of the Magic School Bus? Well, or one just like spits it out and the other one comes along and like spits theirs out and they mix in the water? Yeah. That is really disappointing. They don't have bits. I mean, they could. I don't know. We Googled this at one point. This is how our friendship started. Do you remember this? I do remember this. I came over to research whether or not mermen had penises. That was how we met. <sighs> oh, I mean, technically. We... That was how we became friends. Actually, we all met on the same film. We did. Including you. We did. You scared the shit out of me. I hated you for those first two days. I was I'm glad. Remember. There were only two days. I know, but then after that, I liked him because he was really nice to me after the two days were up. God, you were a pain in the ass you on that set. I'm glad for that. I didn't even have any scenes with you, really. Yes, you, no, no, you didn't, but I put him in the room when you were supposed to walk in. I know, and I fell. Thank you. This is the behind-the-scenes portion of the podcast. <laughs> it's about a totally different subject, but we thought that you would like it, dear listener. We've discussed it before during our Haunted that Films episode. I don't know that you've ever actually said the name of the movie you made. Maybe you should do some uh, free advertising right here. It's called Goodwin House. It is an award-winning short film. It is. Uh, filmed four years ago next month. Has it been four years already? Yes, ma'am. Oh, damn, I'm old. It's all <laughs> happening. I'm sorry. You're sitting in a room with grown-ass people. Um, excuse me. You say that like I'm not a grown-ass people. <laughs> What does this have to do with mermaids? It doesn't. It doesn't. This is our thing. This is how we do. Don't police us. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so uh, the first known mermaid story was in Assyrian culture in about 1000 BC, um, where the goddess, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Adergadis? Adergadis. I don't know. That's what my brain's thinking. Here, you try it. Yes, the goddess... Adergadis. <laughs> I like Adergadis. Um, Sounds like Pig Latin. Anyway, that goddess was in love with a mortal who was a shepherd, which a lot of shepherds in myths and stuff. I, a lot I of sheep, I guess. all everybody did. They were just shepherded. So this dude was a shepherd, and she uh, killed him on accident. How did you accidentally kill him? I don't know. She smothered him? I, I don't know. Oh, damn. Adergadis. Adergadis. 
Um, so she was ashamed of herself. She jumped into a lake and took the form of a fish, but uh, she couldn't conceal how hot she was. So she ended up taking the form of a mermaid. So it's human up top, fish down low. Yep. Um, and then some representations of her show her as a fish with a human head and arms. So I like that your note just says arm. <laughs> Imagining a one-armed mermaid. You know what? Don't. I shouldn't have given you a copy of the notes. I know. I don't know why you do this. A lot of attributes of mermaids have been influenced by sirens of Greek mythology. Um, sirens were half women, half bird creatures who spent most of their time singing in an attempt to lure sailors off their course and cause them to crash into the rocks. Uh, from what I can tell, they just like murdering men secondhand, but they might also have eaten the bodies of the sailors. I've always heard they ate them. Really? I've heard the same thing about mermaids, too. I was trying to get a straight answer on whether or not they ate the men that they crashed into the rocks. I thought they were just doing it to be dicks. Well, I mean, everyone in... Was that Greek mythology? Everyone in Greek mythology be... was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to say. Except, uh, what the fuck was her name? I don't know. I can't Iris. think of. Iris. Oh, uh, that was the, the, didn't Iris win the, the door She did not. Um, no, was, Hades won, didn't he? Hades did win. Yeah. I was on an episode of Bracket Royale, um, and we were doing Greekiest, Greekiest? Geek God. <laughs> Greekiest. Hmm. Geekiest Greek Greekiest? god, hmm. and Iris is the Greek goddess of rainbows, and also like a messenger to the gods. But Hermes is a messenger, so she's like the intern. That's pretty geeky. Yeah, she came very close to winning that I'd one. Say it's pretty close. Um. Anyway, uh, yes, everyone in Greek mythology was an asshole, Indeed. except for Iris. Well, it sounds like Abergadis is pretty much an asshole too. She was a Syrian, and she accidentally killed him. Again, I can say... So it was manslaughter. Yeah. that's You still go to prison for that. That's still a no-no. Not when you're a goddess. It's at least five years She threw herself into a watery prison, complete with fishtail. It's white god privilege. Actually, Aww. Assyrians were not white. It's just god privilege. And it's just god privilege. So, um, so some versions of merfolk share traits with sirens and are associated with drowning, flooding, other bad things that can happen at sea. But in general, they are considered to be kind, helpful creatures who bestow gifts and occasionally fall in love with humans. I assume you're going to prove me wrong at some point. Um, I Uh, think most of my notes uh, have them being assholes. Cool. Uh, Let's hear about some of them. Okay, so I'm going to talk about um, the different kinds of mermaids from around the world and how they vary from place to place. Like, it's a small world. Mermaid edition. It's a small world. Mermaid edition. They're actually mermaids on It's a Small World. Um, I'm into this. This is sort of a Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Where in the world is mermaids? All right. Where in the world is mermaids? Let's start in Japan. Ooh. Yeah. Where the mermaids are called Nino. I, I like it so right. far. Nino. Um, basically, in Japanese folklore, it's a giant fish with a human face, just the face. No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it gets worse. Are you thinking of that Monty Python sketch, too? No, I'm thinking of a Sega Dreamcast video game called Seaman from <laughs> 2000. How big is the space between those two words? Oh, it's no space at all. It's That's... just Seaman. That's unfortunate. Well... What if there were more than one? Would they just call it Seaman? They would just call it Seaman times two, (laughs) I think. If it was a whole war. But it was was a video game that had a fish that had a man's face, and you had to take care of it like it were a Tamagotchi. Oh my god, that's really terrifying. But that sounds like the same as the mermaid. Well, this mermaid 
has a monkey's mouth. What? I don't even know what that Whoa. means. How do you spell okay. that? We're Googling. N-I-N-G-Y-O. N-Y-N-G-Y-O. I don't know if N-I-N-G-Y-O. you want that. N-I-N-G-Y-O. N-I-N-G-Y-O. Yep. You want that in your Google search history? <laughs> you I have believe weirder stuff in my Google histories. search. I have Rasputin's dick. <laughs> I have How to the Unsullied Pee. Well, I did it. I did in a row. I did an episode on poop, and then the week after, I did an episode on fetishes. So I think the government. So Amazon.com knows what you want. <laughs> I don't even want to know what my Amazon recommendations are right now. I refuse to go on Amazon after doing this podcast. Wise. Uh-huh. You got to disinfect a lot of things. Yeah, I think I just need to, you know, delete from the internet, which isn't really possible, but... Are you sure you spelled that right? I'm not getting anything. That's what it says on here. Maybe no one draws it because it's that okay. fucking One terrifying. more time. Spelling. N. Yes. I. Yes. N. Yes. G. Yes. Y. O. Oh, found it. How did you spell it before? Don't ask. Wrong. <laughs> wow, that's a whole bunch of nope. Yeah. So it's a giant fish with a human face, a monkey mouth, and sometimes even horns and fangs. What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) Not feeling it. It looks awesome. Um, Yeah, no, if that came up on my Readers, dear listeners, listeners, please Google Ningyo. I spelled it like six times. G-Y-O. Yeah. um, Definitely Google that. You will like it. You're all definitely going to regret it. Um, and let's keep talking. I'm going to also find the thing Brian was talking about. So, the Nino. Apparently, if you eat the Nino, which, like, you would have to be really brave to eat that thing. But if you eat it, it gives you eternal youth and beauty. But if you catch it... That's a great trade-off. But it also brings terrible storms and misfortune to your village. So (laughs) everyone else suffers, but you become young. Yeah, see, there we go. And there's seamen. This is worse. See, it's the same thing. I've seen this thing. This is worse. It reminds me of that show with the planes that have human faces. Oh, shit. Yeah. What is that called? I don't know. Thomas the Tank Engine? It was basically that, but there's difference. Uh, I was thinking about that, the cutscenes in Monty Python, Meaning of Life, where they're in the fish tank and it's just, like, 80s... Do you guys not remember that? No. I, I never really watched any Monty Python. Um, keep going. Um, <laughs> just gonna Google over here. So I'm just gonna scoop on down over to Scotland. Um, Scottish mermaids do not sound like they would be hot. No, they're um, actually well, about half the time. Are they like Harry Potter like? No. Lake mermaids. They're actually technically not mermaids, but they are like the Scotland equivalent of a mermaid, and it's called a selkie. Oh which shit! I'm sure you yeah. all have heard about. Um. Basically, selkies live as seals in the water, but then they can come up on land and shed the seal skin and, like, a beautiful woman steps out. However, the legends usually end badly. Mm. Um, Usually the selkie's seal skin will get taken and the selkie, who is a human, will, like, get married and have kids and everything's happy, but... Later, it'll, like, find the seal skin, and it, like, calls it back to the ocean. So, like, if you lose the seal skin and then find it again, you have to go back to the water, apparently. Whoa. Yeah. So, um, I found the Monty Python. Pretty sad. I was pretty into it for a second. I know. Oh, that's kind of... It's, it's like a goldfish with John Cleese's face. I'm not. Yeah, it's the same thing as Seaman. Yeah, no, that's why I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, in Africa, they have something called the Mami Wata, which just sounds like Mother Water. Um, I mean, if you're doing a racist accent, yes. Mommy water. Um, The water spirit, um, sometimes described as a mermaid, sometimes as a snake charmer. So it's 50-50, which it really is. That's a big difference. There is a big difference. Um, And sometimes it's both. 
It's a mermaid who also charms snakes. Apparently. I mean, everyone needs a side hustle, but... <laughs> Apparently, Mami Wata actually came to America during the Atlantic slave trade. So, someone accidentally traded Mama Mermaid. Um, and although she can sometimes take human form, she is never fully human. Very closely associated with healing, fertility, and sex. As hmm. are most African gods. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really. I mean, that they're the important things. Indeed they are. I mean, if you're down in Africa and 90% of your kids are dying, you want to have a shitload of fertility and sex? Yeah. What else do you need? Food, water, prosperity. Let's not get into all of (laughs) this. It says a lot that that's what you thought of, but my first thought was alcohol. (laughs) Marijuana. Cats. 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 Cats, yeah. Um, In Brazil, they have something, I'm probably going to butcher how you say this, but it's I-A-R-A, so I-A-R-A? Iara? Ira? Ira? I guess. Ira? It is the Lady of the Waters, originally known as a water snake, but uh, also could be an immortal woman with uh, green eyes. Isn't there a movie with Bryce Dallas Howard that M. Night Shyamalan did? Who's Bryce Dallas Howard? Lady in the Water? That one. Hmm. The redhead from Jurassic World. Oh, I like her. Yeah. Um, uh, she was also in The Help. Uh, she ate that pie that was made of shit. <laughs> <laughs> There was a pie no, made no. of shit in and the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. it's so good. They made it. a shit pie in the help. Yeah, um, doesn't sound very helpful. What's her name? Yeah, that was the point. Tavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah. She makes she's a wonderful shit pie. actress. Yeah, she makes a shit pie in the help, and then and she makes wow. it to break the white time. lady she works for eat it. Oh, I did not watch that movie. You need to. It's good. I actually it haven't sounds... seen it, but I very much enjoy Octavia Spencer telling Bryce Dallas Howard to eat her shit. Yeah. Tavia Spencer is great. Actress. She's so good. Yeah, she is. Um, anyway, the Brazilian mermaid, um, known to lure sailors to her underwater palace where they became her lovers, um, she's blamed for a lot of disappearances in the Amazon. Since she's a Brazilian mermaid, is her tail completely scaled? No, I, I see say. what you did there. I oh, see I, what you I, did I went there. right over my head. I don't even know. Do you know that the slang for booty in Brazil is boom boom? Boom boom. Boom boom means well, booty. That sounds about right. Well, it sounds like something mermaids don't have because they probably have booty. Yeah, you know, a Brazilian no scales on their tail. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was way too late. Um, in New Zealand, they have something that I really can't pronounce. Marakihau. Yeah, let me see it. Marakihau. Number five, New Zealand. Marakihau. Marakihau. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, Which one? I say eight ways. My Maori pronunciation isn't great. Um, Yeah, mine's not. It's not existent, honestly. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same here. So they're the New Zealand equivalent of like Pacific Islanders, right? They're like the natives who were there before the white people took over. Um, (laughs) That's kind of how all of these are. That's every country. That is every culture, yeah. Uh, Except for like Switzerland. (laughs) Except for where the whites came from. Native Swiss person is just a marshmallow. There's three white people in a room talking about, quote, the whites. <laughs> is yeah. that what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So basically, the New Zealand mermaid is the guardian of the sea, has a human head, and the body of a very long fish, specifically a very long fish. Like okay. an eel? I don't know. Are eels fish? Yeah. Yeah? Are they? Eels are fish. Maybe. I don't know. I don't 
particularly like eels. Yeah, I don't really keep up on their. Does um, one have to like order. them for them to be fish? Yes. No, but for me to know anything about them, that's true. It also says that she has a long tubular tongue that is often blamed for destroying canoes and swallowing large quantities of fish well, like no, a straw. Thank you. I was into it for a second, and then you lost me with the canoe part. Yeah, she like sucks up canoes and giant quantities of fish. That sounds like too much. Tongue. That's too much tongue. That's a, that's a little too much if tongue. If you were ever wondering how much tongue is too much tongue, that's it. destroying <laughs> a canoe is too much tongue. Yeah. Um, we should really start that dating advice podcast. It would be, yeah. <laughs> um, do you know how to say French words? Yeah. Okay. We oui. Come on, you know you want me to do this. Melusine. That's what I'm saying. I don't do French. Would you point at it again? Melusine? Yeah. Melusine. All right. <laughs> it's a female spirit. Um, came from um, medieval European folk stories. So serpent tail. And occasionally, I really like the way they put this. Sports wings. Sport, sports wings? Sports wings. Like, are they moisture wicking? What I'm picturing, because I always associate, I, I don't know, I'm thinking like sports bars, so I'm kind of thinking of like... Chicken wings! wings. <laughs> sports, sports wings. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably weird. it, right? That's a weird thing to do. Uh, they come in buffalo, Asian zing. <laughs> Asian zing. And Parmesan zing. garlic. Oh, no, it's the Asian but they're, also, they're also lightweight and quick drying. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being born and asking your parents, like, what is this? And they said, this is Asian Zing. <laughs> this is an Asian Zing body part. That'd be amazing. I can't. I can't imagine that. Uh, I don't know if they really want Sports to. Sports wings. Sports wings, indeed. So these tales come out of Germany, Luxembourg, and Albania. They all have different tales of Melusine. But the general legend is basically that she's a willful maiden who attempts revenge on the father, on her father, on behalf of her mother, only to be punished by her mother with a serpent's tail. What is it with this snake theme that we're getting? I don't know. Maybe because, like, when you see a fish go by really fast and a snake go by really fast, it looks I mean, in a lot of those cases, it's probably freshwater eels. I would think it's a similar movement in the water. Yeah. You know, um, if you've ever seen a snake underwater in a nature documentary, they yeah. have this sideways way of swimming. Um, and we'll get to what the ocean settings are, but in terms of like seeing them in like lakes in Scotland and Albania and stuff, mm-hmm. it could be uh, freshwater eels, water snakes. Definitely. Which makes sense that all these are snake related. Yeah. Or it just says a lot about what they think of women, but you know. So this uh, French Melusine, that is the Starbucks logo. <gasps> That's her. Oh shit! Yeah, there it is. What does that say about my latte? It's a very sexy latte. Indeed. I knew that part. But also a little bit snake-like. Pro tip, a little bit of coconut syrup in your iced coffee is just... Mm. Only if you like coconut. Which I do. Mm. I don't. I like Seconded. a coconut vanilla soy latte. Mm. That's too much. <sighs> One pump of each. Nope. Just get a mocha. Keep it simple and chocolatey. Eh. Focus are too much. It mm. is so good. Nope. Uh, so that's the Starbucks logo. <laughs> that's the Starbucks logo. Oh man, we're gonna get into the Irish ones, and there are so many Irish words in here that I'm gonna butcher so hard because Irish these is are the your worst people. Ever. I know, but doesn't make it easy to say. Um, so in Ireland, they have something called the marrow. Or I don't have an Irish accent. Marrow. Marrow. Should, we, should we get you? He's the ma- No, that's like, that's Mario. That's more Italian. Should we get you <laughs> like a big green hat? 
Maybe it's a man. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I try an accent, the wrong one always it's comes out. Spicy it's a spicy mermaid. <laughs> spicy mermaid? Um, <laughs> so, um, basically, this mermaid has her mermaid powers with a magical hat. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can you please back up and go back to the part where she is has mermaid powers because of a hat? <laughs> what does the hat look like? I don't and know, but it has one... a name that I I'm not I don't know how to pronounce. Would you please attempt to pronounce well, it? Well, in English, I would say that it's Kohuline Druth. Okay. But I know that in I'm Irish, actually like good. I'm actually good sound. with how you just said it. Yeah, but that's so like that's like how you would say it in American or English, I guess American is the language. But in Irish, I know that like th I don't think makes a th sound. Okay, how do you spell the name? The whole thing. Um, of the kind of mermaid. Oh, Mero, M E R R O W. Oh. And uh, it allows them to live in the water. The well, I'm getting path. a lot of anime drawings. Mm. <laughs> Send them this uh, way. They generally have long green hair, similar to sirens. They're half human, half fish. Um, the males, however, we finally have a merman in our mythology here. Is he ugly? Uh, yes, he's considered hideous and frightening. More fish than man. What did I fucking <laughs> tell you? And they're very cruel. So cruel that the women were said to often have relationships with human men to avoid their own kind. And uh, the that offspring seems a little contrived. Shit. Yeah. Well, and the offspring between a human and a marrow apparently makes a child that has scales and webbing between their fingers. So you don't want that close to human. Um, oh, that's a jaunty little cap. Let me see it. Oh, I like it. Isn't it like a gnome's hat? Yeah, it is a gnome's hat. It looks like a Starbucks. Hat. I want like everyone listening hat. to know that she's pulled up an image. An image from. What is the name of this? Something of fandom. Uh, Warriors of Myth Wiki. Sorry, the Warriors of Myth Wiki. I don't know. It was the only one that wasn't drawn in the style of like an. Do you know what I have in my bag that I could read from? I have a. I have issues of. You do have issues. I have issues. (laughs) I will repeat. I have issues of the Green Man, a pagan magazine. That was published in 1995. Wow. It's really good. Are there it any mermen be, in it? I mean, there might be. I want more I of this know. hat. <laughs> it's such a cute little hat. It's like a little like Red Robin Hood deal. It's adorable. How much of this podcast do you have to just cut out? A lot of it. Actually, I do very little editing. Anyways, so uh, hats, men yeah. were ugly. Yeah, so they would have the human kids with webbed hands. They didn't really like the land. They would become tired of the land very fast, and they would leave their families and return to the water a lot. So they abandoned their kids and their husbands all like the time. Like the opposite of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, pretty much the opposite. Um, I'll rant about that when we get to that point. <laughs> In Russia, we have the Rusalka, often translated as mermaid. Surprise, surprise. They are water nymphs and are considered benevolent. We finally have a kind one. Because they came out of the water during the spring to water the crops. So they would, like, jump out. I actually have them in my notes. Um, They're the ghosts of young women who died violent or untimely deaths. Exactly. And Uh, uh, that's why they lure men and children to their watery deaths as kind of a... Seems legit. Why would they lure children to their watery deaths? Because fuck them. (laughs) Well, because they died young. And so it's like, well, you're going to die young. It's like, you know... Yeah, You're my friend. I want friends. So they lure people in. 
dead people in Slavic mythology are very, very vindictive. Yeah, but they water crops for you, so at least um, there's a little, so we'll Jap- get a little taste. So are spirits in Japanese culture, too. They're like, I'm dragging your ass down with me. I feel like that's kind of spirits in a lot of cultures. Um, sometimes in American culture, American culture, which is British culture in terms of that, um, Japan, very vengeful, Slavic, very vengeful, I don't know much about Italy, I assume they're just kind of, just riding ghostly Vespas around, I don't know. <laughs> um, I can't wait to take it racist. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Mexican culture, they're more just into vengeance, like, getting revenge against whoever fucked them up in the first place. Which is fair. Yeah. I'm big into Dia de los Muertos culture. Um, and then there's, um, I think we all kind of are. The white lady, I think, started as a Mexican. The white lady not, kind not of started like... as Mexican. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> no, like the, you know who I'm talking about? No, who the fuck Episode is the white Episode one, lady? season one of Supernatural. The one who drowned her kids. I watch Supernatural for Dean and Sam. I don't pay attention to their actual cases. Jesus Christ. I just like it because it has hot dudes. I'll post links. And some really cute girls. Oh, Felicia Day. Oh, I'm really into Joe. Anyways. Um, Also in the more recent seasons, they have a deaf girl that is really, really cute. Her name's Eileen. Nice. She's adorable. As in come on or? Yes. One leg shorter than the other. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we really need that thing in here now. Mostly for your dumb jokes, but... This is why dads like me, but moms hate me. Oh my god, we figured it out. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have solved the mystery. So that's uh, the Slavic people. Yeah, um, and then Norway, which is my last note, and then I'm going to shut up for the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> that's what you think. It's probably the least mermaidy, according to my notes. It's just like a fish wearing a fancy it, hat. They, they call them finfolk. Hmm. And they are just shapeshifters of the sea. Um, they're considered nomadic. They can alternate between land and their ancestral home, which is called Finfolkahim. That's <laughs> fin- very Norwegian. It is. Very good. It is. Finfolk tend to have antagonistic relationships with humans. They often abduct the humans to make them like their husbands. Um, so, Stockholm male order syndrome. That's Sweden, dumbass. It's <laughs> a good try, though. <laughs> um, they basically turn them into more like their servants, so they're like sex slaves. So there's a really big human trafficking issue yes. with the merfolk. Uh, Finfolk. Finfolk of Norway. I'm sorry. Yes, they also really love silver, and you might be able to escape their grasp by throwing a silver coin at them. Mm-hmm. Ooh, silver! <gasps> Pretty much. And those are my notes. Well, so that's uh, merfolk around the world. So let's talk about some historical sightings. Sightings. Say Dear listener, Emily is making air quotes when she says sightings. She's also dancing while she does air quotes. It's kind of a, it's it's real nice to watch. That's the move I save for the clubs. Maybe she'll show it at the live show if you guys come. We will be doing our theme song dance at the live show. Shit, we need to come up with a theme song dance. We literally have the same dance we do every week without talking about it. Do, don't we? Mm-hmm. Okay, so hundreds of years ago, sailors and residents in coastal towns around the world told of encountering the sea maidens. Uh, one story dating back to the 1600s claimed that the mermaid had entered Holland through a dike and was injured in the process. She was taken to a nearby lake and soon nursed back to health. She eventually became a productive citizen, learning to speak Dutch, perform household chores, and eventually converted to Catholicism. 
And then she found Jesus. I don't know what to make of this so far. <laughs> really, I feel like it's so ridiculous. You can't even make fun of it. She makes fun of herself. God damn. So that what, was. What, what, what is there to be learned from this anecdote? Don't find Jesus. That's just what serial killers do. <laughs> That's yeah. all we got, huh? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I had to bring them up at some point. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, um, Ben Kissel, Ben Feldman, and other Bens. It's been a while. I was thinking about it the other day. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> High five. You sound like Borat. Right I now. did on purpose. <laughs> High five. I did on accident. That was a lie. I'm sorry I lied to you. I like Um Yeah, I, I just hadn't mentioned the Bens in a while. <laughs> Did you just mention them? Was that all you just did? You just said names of people? Well, yeah, it was she a, somehow for like multiple weeks in a row. In managed. the beginning, I mentioned Ben Feldman a lot, starting with our episode on Graveyards because he was in As Above, So Below, which is an amazing movie. And if you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Jesus. Um, and Ben Kissel is a host of Last Podcast on the Left. My future husband. Probably not. Sorry, Travis. I'm sorry, Travis. Don't... Mm. It's going to be cut out anyway. No, I don't know why anyone's concerned. It's not. I'm going to leave it. Um, he doesn't listen to this. Neither does any of my family. Not very supportive. Yeah. This is a dark time, dear this listener. This is. Sorry, we got real deep there. Huh. Thanks a lot, Mom, for all your support. In Travis's defense, he is, works a lot, and it would be very weird for a Lyft driver to have this on. I think it would be great. That's going to be the most memorable lift ride you have. You get in and all of a sudden you just hear two girls arguing about shit and then you get out and you go, what the fuck was that lift ride? But you're always going to remember that. See, you say memorable as if people had lift after lift of great experiences. No, but it's they... the bad ones that like you tell at parties. I, I had a really good lift driver this morning. He had um, a Monsters and Men on when I got in the car. He didn't talk the entire trip. It's great. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess that's... But huh. like, you're never going to tell that story at a party. I told it right now, in front of God, you guys, and all ten of our listeners. <laughs> wah, wah. So, in 19... Uh, no. In 1493... Uh, yeah, no, that's actually who this is about. Oh. Um, oh Columbus was sailing <laughs> off the coast of Hispaniola. <laughs> I thought it was 1492. This, that's no, that's goes. when he started, but it was oh. a long trip. Oh. Because they had to go across the ocean. To get to India. Yeah. Columbus Columbus reported seeing three female forms which rose high out of the sea and were not as beautiful as they were supposed to be. So he was disappointed that the mermaids that he saw were not as hot as he had been led to believe. What a douche. Christopher Columbus is the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting bigger boobs. Yeah. No. That's (laughs) That's uh, so bad. He was probably looking at a fucking manatee. (laughs) Oh. Thanks. Probably. (laughs) Everyone told me they were fat chicks. <laughs> it's like it's like setting out thinking that you're gonna see like Jessica Chastain and end up seeing Mimi Bobek from the Drew Carey show. Oh no! <laughs> That's probably the closest human being I can think of to a manatee, and not not the actress that plays Mimi, but Mimi. Mimi, yeah, just Mimi. I can't endorse any of the opinions about any of the actors or actresses on this show. Conflict of interest. It's a conflict of interest. I just hope you never have to work with that manatee. I'm just kidding. She's I am not really calling I, anyone a, mar- a manatee. I'm never going to meet her, so manatee. I would like to. She has good stuff. Manatees good are stuff. cute, okay? Um, we'll thing. talk about manatees later. We will not talk about the Drew Carey show later. <laughs> are you That's sure? That's a different episode. Um... <laughs> 
uh, Blackbeard, who I believe we've talked about we before. We have. I talked about uh, He was an English pirate, for those of you who haven't listened to our pirate episode. Please do. Records that he instructed his crew on several voyages to steer away from charted waters, which he called Enchanted for fear of merfolk or mermaids, um, which Blackbeard and members of his crew reported seeing. These sightings were often recounted and shared by sailors and pirates who believed that mermaids brought bad luck and would bewitch them into giving up their gold and dragging them to the bottom of the sea. That would suck. Indeed. Um, at, least it's just, at least he was careful, you know? At least he was smart money. about it. <laughs> I Yeah, she tried I don't think I've ever thought of a mermaid as trifling. Yeah, she golden. Jesus Christ. Way okay. over town. <laughs> that digs on me. She take, She took their money. Yeah. Is yes, what I'm saying. Yes. Um, are you going to be the Kanye in this situation? No, I'm not breaking it down. Damn. I'm not rapping on a podcast. It was worth a shot. <laughs> uh, two sightings were reported in Canada near Vancouver and Victoria. One from sometime between 1870 and 1890. 20-year gap, whatever. And the other from 1967. That's kind of a big gap there. Yep. Um, in another case, a Pennsylvanian, 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 uh, fisherman reported five sightings of a mermaid in a river with a Native American name that I will ruin. Susquehanna. Oh yeah, you have the notes. Uh, near Marietta in June of 1881. Five sightings. That's not an insignificant number. It's not. They're probably fish. Yep. <laughs> and it's the same guy every time. You can imagine the one guy. Okay, it happened over like a hundred years. I don't think it was the same guy. No, no they said was. it was five sightings. It was the same guy. Oh, yeah. it's the same. Can you imagine oh, the same guy liar. in oh. town who he comes to you every I two months and he's another. like, "I saw a mermaid," and you're like, "Jeff, there's not a mermaid. I don't know what that this is." is. Probably the same guy that walks around wearing nothing but blankets. Yeah, probably. Animals. That's kind anyway, of just sounds like the 1881 version of someone who's seen a UFO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, plus, it's, you know, rural Pennsylvania. There's nothing to do. I guess. Yeah, you just start making shit up. Um, and that time, it was, like, what? Churning butter and, like, <laughs> seeing mermaids. <laughs> I guess that's all there was That's what they do in Pennsylvania, Wasn't there right? also some, uh, like, witch burning? No, it was, like, in the 1600s. That was a long-ass time ago. I feel like they were still going. Um, you think they were history, still going? I don't... <laughs> I mean, the according to the out. leader of the free world, there is a witch hunt going on. Hey, this is topical. Okay. Uh, in August 2009, after dozens of people reported seeing a mermaid leaping out of uh, Haifa, Bay? Haifa Bay waters and doing aerial tricks, the Israeli coastal town of Kiryat. Yeah. <laughs> so is it like Shamu? They're just doing tricks in the water? Yeah. Um, there was a $1 million reward offered for proof of existence in this Israeli coastal town, but I assume no one proved it. What a surprise. Um, 2009 people had phones then. They should have been snapping Just wait. In February 2012, Mm -hmm. work on two reservoirs near... Why do I do this? Uh, Gokwe and Mutare in Zimbabwe. Uh, I tried to learn Swahili. Oh, well, that's useful. Yeah. Anyway, work on those reservoirs stopped when workers refused to continue, stating that mermaids had hounded them away from the sites. It was reported right. by Samuel C. Pepet Nkomo, the water resources minister. You just minister. wanted to say his name. I so did. Nkomo, Would you say such it a good name. one more time? Samuel C. Pepet Nkomo. I like it. Mm-hmm. He was it's the good. water resources minister. Yes. So he's reliable. Yeah. Um, Sammy C. Jeez. I'm into it. <laughs> It makes him sound like a lounge singer. <laughs> so that is um, sightings. 
sightings. Uh, now famous hoaxes. So these ones for sure aren't real. The other ones, there's a possibility? Oh, for sure, these. Um, in the middle of the 17th century, John Transcendent the Elder. Yeah, I know. That says um, Trandescent. Trandescent? It does not say Transcendent. That's not the same thing. It's mm-hmm. the same combination of letters. <laughs> They're all in the word. Yeah, I didn't... Anyway, he created a collection of curiosities called Trandescent's Ark, uh, in which he displayed, among other things, a mermaid's hand. Wouldn't it just be a hand? Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, P.T. Barnum's 19th century taxidermal hoax called the Fiji Mermaid. Um, oh yeah, I've seen that. Others have perpetrated similar hoaxes, which are usually paper mache fabrications, are parts of deceased creatures, usually monkeys and fish, stitched together for the appearance of a grotesque mermaid. In the wake of the 2004 tsunami, pictures of Fiji mermaids, in quotation marks, circulated on the internet as supposed examples of items that had washed up amid the devastation, though they were not real. Hmm. Um, I've actually seen the skeleton of the Fiji mermaid, oh, and it is horrifying. It's basically just a monkey's top half stitched to a fish, a bottom of fish. Yeah, like just a skeleton. Yeah, it's. Little, I hear it's. Because that's creepy. the thing with bones; you can arrange them. Well, I mean, it has some skin on it, though. Still, right? Not that. I mean, I... it's like shrunken in. It's kind of petrified, if anything. In my dreams, it has skin <laughs> and a face. Are they your dreams or are they your nightmares? That was very creepy. Indeed. I feel like it's almost like he's sleeping and then every once in a while he wakes up and has like a random thought. That's how you become a podcast guest. You just sort of dip in for a second. Yeah. I don't know. Our last guest came with all of the information. That's true. Well, perhaps this guest was asked, oh, four minutes before we started recording, if you can try to... We were about to kick (laughs) him out and we just decided not to. (laughs) Um... <laughs> that um, and then due to their vaguely vaguely anthropomorphic shape, I don't know why I stumbled over vaguely, but anthropomorphic I was fine with. <laughs> uh, dried skates, which are kind of they're ray-like fish, mm, yeah. um, they've been used to describe mermaids. Um, often their appearance is deliberately modified to make them look even more human. Um, in Europe, dried skates, sometimes called devilfish. Not to be confused with the devil fish, two separate words, or devil rays, which are two species of way, way, ways. <sighs> the ways in North America. Yep. Um, they're <laughs> native to the Atlantic Ocean. The dried skates were displayed as mermaids, angels, demons, or basilisks. Which basilisk, that's what angels look like. Oh, but it's like manta rays coming down. How majestic. It's not that even be. that. It's That'd the basilisk like that. that confuses me because basilisks are supposed to be big fucking snakes. With feathers. Well, so this and is now we're snake back wings. to the snake part because they were talking about snakes underwater and the snake appearance. Now we were, were talking about snakes underwater. I, no, I did not. We were all talking about snakes underwater. <laughs> Don't distance yourself from this. Okay, so we're back to snakes. Now, like, 5,000 years later? How? Well, I don't know what time period we're looking at here. Uh, this is know. just a general statement. Uh, these are things that people are trying to pass off as mermaids in the history in the history um so we have reached a very important segment in this episode what mermaids really are aka meet the dugong isn't that pokemon yes yeah but it's also an animal what it's a, no it's 
a Pokemon. Fuck you. Two clones is a real thing. No, they it's... wouldn't name a Pokemon after a real thing. I know. They don't do that. No, they don't. That's what I'm saying. I think it's called a manatee, and the dugong is a yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, is the, is the Pokemon Alts, name. You buttheads? No, there's no dugong. There's yes, no it is. It looks like a manatee life. with a vacuum head. No, yeah, then I bet they named it after doesn't. Pokemon came out. It's a fucking dugong. Is that a platypus? No. Can I see it again? What? That's like a okay, platypus. Right. It's a platypus. It's a platypus. Christ. And actually, this is a question that came from Shane Hosey on Facebook. Thank you. A lot of mermaid sightings are manatees or dugongs. Well, yeah, they're just like it's a real thing. Fat lady um, mermaids. Many folklorists and mythographers, which is the best fucking job, um, think that the origin of the mermaid is the dugong um, or the manatee. Um, which explains why sailors in warmer waters have seen them, because that's where manatees and dugongs live. So there are no Atlant- or I guess yeah. Atlantic, Antarctic mermaids. No. Nope. Snowmaids. Oh, it's my new fantasy snowmaid. novel. Snowmaids. You don't. They just look like seals. They're very big. Once again, I want to meet a snowmaid. <laughs> I'm um, into it. So Sirenia is an order of fully aquatic herb. Herbivores? Herbivore. Herb. 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 Is it herb? Unless you are David Attenborough, you say herbivore. I've had a very long day. (laughs) Anyway, there's some mammals that eat plants. Uh, And they inhabit rivers, coastal marine waters, swamps, marine wetlands. Um, Cyrenians include manatees and dugongs, possess major aquatic adaptations, arms used for steering, a paddle used for propulsion, I want everyone to know that Emily is acting out these parts of the of the animal. And she the... put her hands out for paddles, <laughs> and she sort of moved in a in a gesture for the the back part for the no, paddle. No, no, what she did for the paddle looked like she was waving away a fart. <laughs> let's, let's be honest about what that looked like. It was one of these. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm gonna cut the story out. No, you're not. Uh, I will because it will embarrass someone that I care about a lot. Um, when we a, were... a manatee? No, uh, it was. It's a fart story, but it made me laugh. Why would they know that you were talking about them? <laughs> because don't use names. Um, we were camping. <laughs> I know who what did Travis do? <laughs> it was preceded by okay. I'm going to roll over. It's like okay. I'm gonna go to sleep now. Yeah. And he rolled over. He coughed and he farted on me. And I thought he was gonna cry because he was so ashamed of it. <laughs> you reached first step. You broke wind. That's a major relationship milestone, especially when it happens in the woods. You just open the, the tent flap. Apparently, for the first like Is two months. Is that a euphemism? Yes. I mean, it could be, but also, you just open the tent flap. Um, apparently, for the first two months we were dating, he would go to Hot Lips or the tap room to poop when he was over at my house. Oh, this is sweet. <laughs> I wish Lucas would go somewhere else when he needed to poop. Now he's just door open, trying to have a conversation. And just <laughs> smell it. Oh my God, can we talk later? Trust me, it's a good thing. Enjoy it while you can. Um... He doesn't do that now. It's like, I don't I know. Care. Yeah, what I'm saying is one day he's going to get as comfortable as Lucas and you're going to wish for the days when he went to the pizza place to poop. Pooped at the pizza place. <laughs> pizza poops. The problem is those bathrooms are for customers only, so I don't know if he was like... He probably had to buy a breadstick every time. <laughs> Can you imagine now him he's buying one breadstick and <laughs> then taking the it, saying thank you, and going into the bathroom... And then just emerging like doing 10 it. minutes later. 
to doing it weekly. And leaving. He's probably like conditioned now that whenever he sees a breadstick, he probably gets the urge to poop. It's probably like... <laughs> That's the best case scenario. <laughs> what is it? Probably... Well, like, I had no idea. And he was like, what, did you think I was taking 15-minute smoke breaks? I'm like, yes! <laughs> I don't smoke. I don't know how long it takes. Um, yeah, I definitely have to cut that out. <laughs> I think you need to leave it. That was one of the better I, parts of the show. Yeah, uh, that was fantastic. I just don't it. want to embarrass him. Travis, everybody farts. It's okay. <laughs> Please fart more. It means that you like her. Emily wants that. Anyways. See, she didn't say no. There you go. Fart more. Cyrenia also have remnants of hind limbs in the form of two small bones at the back of their body, uh, deep within the muscle. Yep, I did the motion. They look ponderous and clumsy. Ponderous. Hmm. But are actually hydrodynamic and highly muscular. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about a real thing right now? Manatees. Oh, we're just talking about manatees. Yeah, manatees and dugongs. Oh, I was picturing a mermaid this whole time. Yeah, so was I. We're with you. No, you, we're there. You can Are continue. You? Did I distract you too much with all the farts? Can we talk about farts again? That was fun. I miss, I that's miss a different story. episode. That's oh. that's shit show part two. Yeah. Farts. Fart show. No, it's shit Where's show it? part two colon. Ah. <laughs> Farty on. <laughs> oh my god. I accept the challenge. So you guys get like what, like fourteen minutes of usable show from every one of these recording <laughs> sessions? No, we just leave it all in and let people decide. Yeah, basically. Like um, yeah. Is it okay? Party on, Ryan. Party on, Emily. <laughs> Tell me more. So manatees are very muscular. Are they? Yes, and mariners before mid nineteenth century referred to them as mermaids. I've been used to. Um, they're also known as sea cows, which I think is mean. It is. There's well, I mean, cows are cute though. You know? I like yeah, that cows term. Is cute. Um, sea cows. And then there is something called Cyrenomalia, mm. uh, which is also known as mermaid syndrome. Um, it is a rare congenital disorder in which a child is born with his or her hind legs fused together, and I don't know why this is known here. Small genitalia. So if you had Cyrenomalia and you had a big dick, would it still be Cyrenomalia? Yes. Your legs are fused together. Uh, the condition is about as rare as conjoined twins, affecting one out of every 100,000 live births, and is usually fatal within a day or two of birth because kid- of kidney and bladder complications. Well, I mean, it's hard to pee when there's no hole. Doesn't matter if they have a big dick or not, they're going to be dead in a day. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, four survivors were known as of July 2003. I watched a TV show about one. It was like a little girl. Really? Yeah, she's cute. She's really chubby and adorable. Like next to her. Huh. But she died when she was like six. She didn't make it very long. Well, yes, I, yeah. She's cute. Where are we? We're at about an hour. I'm not going to read you guys the story of the little mermaid. Um, I'll give you an overview. <clears throat> Please do. Basically, she wants to be human again with the prince. She becomes a human, but it causes her a lot of pain whenever she walks. Her tongue is cut out by the sea witch. The prince doesn't fall in love with her, marries someone else. Uh, she can get her fin back by murdering him, but she won't do that. So she turns into sea foam, floats up into heaven, and has to spend... What? That's our audible ad. 
um, has to spend... 180,000 titles. <laughs> that's what I was going to read. I was like, shit, that's a lot. No, she has to spend 300 years doing good deeds for mankind. And she has um, to spend 30 days on a free child audible. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the point is, uh, in that story, she does become a human for a dude, and it's awful. But in the Disney movie, this is where I am very, very picky about people being assholes about it. She wanted to be a human long before she met that prince. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like she always wanted to go to Disneyland, and then they opened up, you know, a new ride, and then she decided to go because they did that. The prince is the new ride. The prince is the new ride. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's fan art for this. Probably. I just wanted to say, in defense of the Disney version of Little Mermaid, it actually has a better message than the fucking Hans Christian Andersen version. Because old-timey fairy tales are the worst. Because they teach lessons? Um, shitty lessons, because her whole goal in the original version was that she needed to obtain her mortal soul again. So if you want to read it for yourself, you can do so at audible.com. Oh shit, yeah! Uh, and yes, we're goddamn fucking serious. We landed a sweet, sweet Audible sponsorship, baby! Uh, tell the nice people about what they can do at audible.com. You can get a free audiobook. You should probably get The Little Mermaid so you understand what we're talking about. Um, and download a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash afternoonified. They have over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Who the fuck still uses MP3 players? Um, including books we've mentioned before, like Smoke Gets in Your Eyes by Caitlin Doty. Very good. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash afternoonified to get your month free trial along with a credit for a free audiobook of your choice. And we are also brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at lootcrate.com. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings on your first box at lootcrate.com forward slash afternoonified. Uh, each box comes with a t-shirt and an enamel pin along with four geek-tastic items. This month's theme is animation with merchandise from Rick and Morty, Bob's Burgers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Futurama. Damn. No. To save 10% on any new subscription, again, go to trylootcrate.com slash afternoonified. Again, that is trylootcrate.com slash getafternoonified. <laughs> how much can you save? 10%. Uh, promo code BRIDGE10. For how much? 10%. <laughs> we, we did our ads before we did our closing. Um, yeah. We are on Twitter at Afternoonified. We're on Instagram at Afternoonified. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GetAfternoonified. We also have a website where you can listen to past episodes. Donate your money and subscribe to us on via iTunes. iTunes. I'll leave us reviews. We've Twitter. gotten some very nice reviews lately and I appreciate all of you. Thank you guys. We love you. Uh, live show coming up on Tuesday the 25th for all of our Portland area friends. Uh, we'll obviously be there. Come out and see us. Give us hugs after the show because I'm probably going to be trembling like a chihuahua. And we'll give you a fun postcard. We will. We'll even sign it if you want us to. I don't know why you'd want us to ruin a postcard. But... <laughs> um, uh, thank you for joining us, Brian. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be here. Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug that you're doing? Uh, no, there is not. There is nothing that I would like to plug. I would say please subscribe. I found Afternoonified to be both educational and extremely fun to listen to because of these two lovely people, your co-hosts, Emily to say it. and Ryan. Oh, he said that out of the kindness of his heart. I don't um, think I've ever heard any 
heard him say anything so nice. You've never heard me say anything nice, probably. Uh, probably if not. If you want to see... I mostly just hear you yell at people in upstairs yeah. bedrooms. Um, One time. One time, and then that's uh, your reputation. Her, you, you, you made me cry like on the set of my own film. Uh, well, and if you want to watch that, that is called Goodwin House. It is on YouTube. I believe it's on Vimeo. That's where I watch um, it. Every week. Really? Well, I mean, I've seen it on Vimeo. I don't watch it every week. I, I Part still, of that was a joke. I, yeah, I haven't... Travis hasn't seen it yet. What? Yeah, he has to see it. I don't well, know. Maybe he doesn't see it, because every time I watch it, I cringe at myself. But. Well, that's you. I'm not in it. I was in it, but I had to cut myself out. You were in it? Yeah. Uh, I, they, we didn't frame the shot well, and I was standing in a doorway, and they didn't know that it was going to be in frame when you were coming down the stairs. This has been a great anecdote. <laughs> Closing yeah. out anyway. this episode of Afternoon Fried. Yeah. Bye! <laughs> Hey! You sound like an idiot when you do that. Um? Oh, you sound really <laughs> smart now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam Posse. I'm Alex Rios. And we want you to listen to our new pa- podcast called Chumba and Wamba. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate the name still. Uh, in spite of the fact that it's the dumbest name podcast in the world and it's not all at all about the 90s band. Yeah. It's, it's me and Rios, two Portland comedians, two very close friends. Uh, giving each other shit mostly talking about the week that we've had and maybe the week to come and just whatever we feel like and it's a good time we hope you check it out now please get back we'll be on the river city podcast federation.com network get back to whichever one of those podcasts from that fantastic network you are listening to hopefully it's not room of retirement because caitlin warehouser is a poop butt (laughs) thank you